Here we go then. Welcome back to the TNC podcast. If you're not aware of the podcast, we are the unofficial podcast following the greatest team in the championship. How are you? I'm bloody brilliant. I'm bloody brilliant. One game, one win. Looking like... Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Look. Oh, that was close. I see them in the eyesight and I'm thinking... That on. was close. What a weekend. An official hat touch. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm not ready for that just yet. I might feel very differently after we've beaten they're, Southampton they're next week. Dusty from the time they've been. Sat yeah, there. that doesn't surprise me to be honest with you. Um, hey, we're living the dream, aren't we? That was bloody brilliant. We were, and, and although it was a tight scoreline, it was a very, very, very convincing, dominant performance. We deserved the three points. It was the first time I've come away from Carrot excited for for a really long time. As you can hear from our voices. I mean, you've got to do a, an actual radio show yeah. later on. Yeah, and I must. And I, yeah, I, your I, first appearance on the Beeb, and it's. Uh... I apologise to everyone already. <laughs> or maybe it's a good thing for some listeners that you have lost your voice. Yeah, well, it probably is. You're, you're going to get less less singing this week. What a yeah! What a brilliant weekend. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Brilliant, and Car Road was rocking. But I feel like everyone was ready to wipe the slate clean and go again. Yeah, and and the, the people at Car Road on on Saturday were. We're really behind the boys mm. from the first to the last minute. Don't get me wrong, there can be some improvements with the atmosphere, but it was so much better. But the reason why it was better is that we all watched a team, mm. every single man from the first to the last minute, put everything into that game. They fought until the end. And that's why we got that last gasp yeah. winner. So, yeah, it was it was brilliant. Jack, we've got lots to talk about on this podcast. Lots to talk about. Um, what are we going to cover? Well, we're going to be covering the win against Hull. Yeah. A couple of transfer little nuggets. Uh, Christos Zolis has left. Mm. Um, will he come back? Who knows? And a couple of other little bits You there. thought he was the answer last podcast. <laughs> yeah, how wrong I was. <laughs> I've got lots of apologies to make. Yeah, you do. Well. That might take up a whole hour. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of public service announcements. We do. Um, we've got Tons. Plenty of questions. I was going to say so many this Lots week. Lots of excitement. So many this week, and uh, and we've got to try and not lose our voices. Yeah, I which, mean, I, which is tough. That could be a challenge. <laughs> um, public service announcement one. Yes. Big C fantasy football, I believe. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So fantasy football on the Premier League website. We've done it before with Big C, so it's ten pound entry. We're going to link it down in the description below. All you've got to do, head over there. Buy your ticket and you'll automatically get emailed your code to join. Yeah. There's already 50 or so people involved. I've tinkered with my team about 70 times already, so that's not looking good. But there are cash prizes this year. Well, we yes. say cash prizes, voucher of your choice. Yes. 50 quid to the winner, monthly prizes, all of the profits go to Big C. Uh, we've already raised, what, 600 quid from that already yeah, this season. Yeah, yeah. So um, get involved. If you think you're good at fantasy, have a pop. Yeah. You might win some money. And raise some money for charity. Happy days. What's the other public service announcement? Public service announcement number two is Lakens. Yes. Um, Lakens got in touch last week and said you guys bought the mini crates, uh, mini kegs in absolute force. By the way, you've done me dirty with that Instagram post the other week. Why? You put a picture of me on with the keg like you this. Look beautiful. Oh, thank you. No, I, I do, yeah, you I mean, I do, I do love it. But and maybe it, that's it why they sold so well. Maybe. Um, so Lakens, link in the... Uh, in the everywhere in the link description everywhere. discount code in the link as well uh, if you sign up to the newsletter you'll get your discount code and some little behind the scenes nuggets from TNC and if we keep playing like we did on Saturday you're going to be 
downing these yeah. at quite the rate of knots Absolutely. aboard HMS Pistol League this season. Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Shall we start with, I mean, do you want to have a few pops with me first of all? Or yeah, like, where do you do. want to start? I think, well, yeah, I mean, where do I begin? And do you know what? It's actually been quite nice, Jack. Is that <laughs> It's not just been me. I've had people tweet me directly, sorry, X me directly, saying, um, you need to tell Jack. Mm, mm, mm. And they're honestly... They're, they're, Aggressive. I've got large lists. I've got lists upon lists of yeah. people's grievances with, with, with you. So I will be trying to bring them up, but it's going to take too long. But I, I think the, the, the two for me, the, the, one, the one I'll start with, which was just grotesque, actually, <laughs> which was... Which was, we conceded yeah. our first goal of the season. Yeah. Bit of a mix-up between our, our new centre-back partnership yeah. of, of Shane Duffy and, and Ben Gibson. Yeah. And you tweeted, what did you tweet? Same shit, different day. Yeah. I mean, you. why have you just thrown in the... You've just thrown in the towel. Well, I think... That is the unnecessary negativity that you need to leave in next season. And then, quite frankly, I've had enough of it, Jack. The interesting thing is, is everyone thought that that tweet referred to um, conceding a goal. What actually it referred to, when I put same shit, different day, is the outstanding passing, the intense pressing, the superb movement, our full backs just on, a, on another level. And I thought, look, I like this Norwich team. It's the same good stuff on a different day right. from what we've seen in pre-season. But you used the wrong word. No, in all in all seriousness, I don't regret the tweet. Oh, um, that is shocking <laughs> No, I you. don't regret the don't tweet. Don't double down. Just hold your hands up and admit it. I don't regret you the tweet. You had too many beers have, with I... old Johnny Freeland at the back of the lower bar, okay? Yeah? Look. Shocking from you. Shocking. The, we, we used the self-service pumps in the... Yeah, in the, in the, in the, in the no, just let me speak. So we conceded a goal. We'd had... When did we concede? Like 20th minute. Some of that. We'd had about 57 shots at that point. Yeah. And we'd missed them all, missed a couple of sitters, and we'd conceded. And I yeah. thought, this team is cursed. Yeah. We are a cursed team. We'd put some, some good play in, um, and and then we concede out of nothing. It was I think Duffy was looking for a pass back to Gunn. Gibson mm. unfortunately gets in the way. It's a good finish from Delap, to be yeah. fair. Um, and I wanted to see a bounce back. And we did see a bounce back. It was a beautiful goal from, from Johnny Rowe. We'll get on to that. But what I will say is if we if we defend in instances like that yeah. against Southampton, it could be a different story. Um, but fair play to the lads. They obviously stuck the, the tweet up in the dressing room and went, let's prove this idiot wrong. And they did. And fair play. So that's my first thing yeah. that I'm bringing up. No but regrets. Happy it worked. You're not. A... <laughs> I think it was down to me that we won that game. Okay, that's my that's my first point. Yeah, sorry to, pull, to anyone I offended. To to pull you up on my second point is yes, you your absolutely disgraceful slander Sorry. of Johnny Rowe. Oh come off! Time after time, come off it. Month after month, we saw a gem in Johnny, and yeah. I told you, and you went, oh, what what is it? Is it just because he runs about a bit? Chris yeah. is what you said to me. Yeah. Well. You're not laughing anymore, are you? Well, I was. Uh, You're not uh, laughing anymore, are you, Jack? No, he's not. our best bloody player. No, I'm not. And can and what was the bet you made, young man? My bet was if Johnny Rowe is the EFL Young Player of the Season, yeah, 
I'm giving a thousand pounds to Big C. Mate, I do you know what and I, you know what I think it's yeah. possible. No, 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 no. It's not possible. It's an absolute banker. You <laughs> need very to good. seriously get your wallet out. Get your good. wallet out and just just pay the money to Big C now. Yeah, yeah. I've I mean, already started it, withdrawing the on. cash. It's nailed on. I must say, as a, a dear friend, I was sat next to jo- uh, Big Johnny Freeland, and um, and we'd out, we're having a few uh, Castle and Lion lagers. Which were, is I, the beer better, by the way? Now it's uh, not flatbird still, is it? Please. That's we could have a whole podcast. Right. On okay. That. Right. Fine. Take your own Lakens. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, look, much like myself, he was like, Chris chats a lot of nonsense, but <laughs> I agree with him on Johnny Rowe. He said he'd been to the Olympiacos game and he was dead impressed. I said, oh, Johnny, I know you like a pint. Just stop drinking and uh, let's let's talk some sense. And he was like, no, honestly, Jack, I saw a player in there. And I was like, oh, God, I've got to put up with this for the next 90 minutes. And <laughs> bloody hell, Johnny Rowe, let's have a go. Johnny Rowe honestly, had and a go, I know he? you're dead excited from what I saw, I love the bloke. I really, I don't know what's changed in because I saw a, a timid young man in the Premier League. Ooh, they unleashed no. a lion onto that pitch, and they we mauled the Tigers. You have underestimated Johnny Rowe. I have substantially I have. underestimated Johnny Rowe. He is honestly good. looking brilliant. Yeah, he's good. Unpredictable, str- yep. and in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Strong positive yeah not afra- when was the last time we had a player strong that wasn't afraid to just have a shot just yeah. have a go yeah have a go johnny Rowe. yeah have a go johnny Rowe. force mm. a save i love watching him no, i was and really impressed and afterwards i was watching his i was watching his post-match and i love the fact that we don't often see this in football anymore in my opinion no offense to the players that watch they're so sanitized and it's so soulless and safe and polished and I love the fact that he's a young guy living his dream, mm. loving what he's doing, appreciating the fans, saying all the right things, but with authenticity and genuine heart behind it. And I, we all want to see a young player do well in yellow and green. And I've seen, I've seen some big statements about Johnny Rowe go out after that game. And I don't think people are getting carried away, Jack. I really, really do think this is, again, I'll say again, this is the breakthrough season for Johnny Rowe. I think you might be right. It, I think the fascinating thing is he's obviously scored that stunning goal, a really key moment, because I think if you go into, I think if you go into that half, 1-0 down, yeah. having played the way we did, you go, well, not much like my tweet, you go, oh, bloody hell, like, when is this going to change? Yeah. Scores, lifts the mood, but obviously the highlights, and rightly so, will be the goal. But the the ability to cross a ball, that was really pleasing. Finding mm, a man. Yeah. His strength is really, really impressive. Yes, his, agreed. Mo- his movement is clever. There was one near the corner flag, yeah. I think. Just barged where, him. Where, well, I think he almost just stood his ground and the defender sort of bounced mm. off him. Which you don't expect from a young player. And it's just brilliant. Yeah, no, I thought it's what we need. I thought it was a really mature how old is he? 20, 21? Well and and uh, I don't Might actually, I don't, don't know. I don't know. But what, the other thing I picked up on, Jack, was David Wagner's comments after the game about Johnny Rowless of a go. And he said, <laughs> um, I'm going to be saying that all day long now, my man. Oh, um, brilliant. And he said that he made, I think he said something like, he made almost every single decision right, or mm. he made every single decision right mostly, or something like that. And I think that's hugely complimentary of Johnny for a young player. You know, a lot of these boys have their rabbits in the headlights. Yeah, that is his first start for Norwich City. Yeah, and he has ripped one 
into the top bins, mm. done probably the best knee slide at Carrow Road in Very about good. a decade, into yeah. the community stand. Slightly concerned. I thought there was going to be a serious injury, though. The corner flag was nearly kind of split the crotch. Yeah. And I thought, imagine, you know. Well, I, I mean, well, if it, if it had gone over the corner flag, well, goodbye corner flag. Well, that is true. That is true. Yeah. The corner flag is the yeah. injured one. Would have yeah. chopped it in half. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he hit the post as well. Yes, he did. Again, that's my point. Not afraid to have a shot. Not afraid to have a shot. Johnny Rowe, let's have a go. Yeah, brilliant. So I'm right. You're wrong. Yep. You are pot- Can you... Say sorry to Johnny Rowe. No, I'm not. Pop- no, but no. Say sorry to Johnny Rowe. No, no you, you were Chris, appalling to him last season. Chris, again, I put his great performance down to my constructive criticism. We can't come on here and be yes men to all of the players. We need the players to go. You know what? That yeah. that guy's speaking nonsense, and I will prove him wrong. So Johnny, you're rubbish. Prove me wrong some more. <laughs> No, he was brilliant. He was Let us brilliant. know about Johnny Rowe down in the comments section. Is he going to be young player of the season? Is Jack going to be losing a grand and donating it to Big C? And will Hopefully. he continue to prove Hopefully. him wrong? Johnny in, Rowe was brilliant. And I'll tell you another player that we have to speak about. And I'm so pleased that we're going to be speaking about him, particularly in light of the, uh, the, the, the play for Johnny Rowe's goal. The drive forwards from the Emperor of Norfolk. Yeah. Dimi Yanoulis, yeah. my word. Best best performance in an art shirt for me. That was his best well, performance in yeah, an art shirt. First of all, gobsmacked he's still here. And I would be delighted if he has come the end of the transfer yeah, window. Yeah, me too. If he um, keeps playing like look, that. Look, to be fair, I don't get much right. But I've, I've always looked at Dimi and gone, there's a, there's a really talented player in there. Yeah. Um, and I think the system suited him. He looked a lot fitter. Yes, I, I agree. I think the whole team looked a lot fitter. I agree. Um, Dimi was great and I think we'll probably speak about him on the other side I mean you keep Dimi and, and Stacey fit you've got the two best fullbacks in the league there really really impressive um, what a statement by the way yeah I and, love that from and I, I saw a few people and also brilliant to see Barley Mumba score at the weekend and that was a stunning goal for Plymouth but you do go at, you, you look at it and go in this system he does. Barley Mumba wouldn't have fitted it mm. um, I think Barley wants to be a bit more advanced anyway Barley's gone Great to see him score. Wouldn't have fitted in this system. We've got Dimi Anulis, you've got Jack Stacey, yeah. and you've got McCallum who can possibly come in when when one of those needs a rotation. But that defensive line, I thought Duffy, I mean the shit housing from him was superb. Oh, uh, what really about that? What about that? Heart. Well, it wasn't a tackle, was it? <laughs> but, but good. Yeah, I like but good. It. We've um, needed that. Up the duff. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Absolutely superb. We yeah. need to be taking players. Do the dirty stuff. And actually, do you know what? I actually I feel a bit I'm a bit gutted for, for, for Shane Duffy actually because Ben Gibson's getting a, a lot of the flack yeah I think, um, that's, for, I think that's really for, unjustified but yeah I, I must admit I don't get me wrong it, it is unfortunate right but for me I'm looking at Duffy when he's when he, I, I was writing down notes as I went on, on on Saturday and I was saying about how calm and controlled Shane Duffy was on mm. the ball and how you know, everyone then stepped forwards because everyone knew it was safe. And it was just that one error of judgment where, for me, he either needs to lump it long or, of course, he needs to get the pass right. We're speaking in hindsight here. I think he'll be an excellent defender for us. Yeah. He's one where I went, mm, not played a lot of football. But at the moment, he looks he looks head and shoulders above Grant Hanley. He looks like an upgrade on Grant Hanley. He looks like a leader. 
Um, he he he. he I can think that's harsh on Hanley. I, I I I think Hanley. The criticism of Hanley was mostly unjustified. Okay. I well, I disagree with you, but that's okay. Um, I think Shane Duffy is an upgrade. I'm really excited by him. I really. Yeah, am. I think. Just back to Dimmy though, please. Mm, mm, mm. We need more on him. The tackles he was mm. making in the wet was superb and just so aggressive, Jack, and not afraid to take on a man. Mm. It, it was almost like. Our, our, our fullbacks were so timid last season. It, they'd almost been coached out of going forwards and and you know having a go. And it, and it's been, you know, it's it's taken a David Wagner preseason evidently to to encourage them forward. And this is what we when Wagner first came in, we said, didn't we, that the success he had at Huddersfield was was largely down to his fullbacks, yes. kind of overlapping. Yes. And and we saw again, we saw snippets of this last season, but. At, at many points, McLean was basically a third centre back, and and Dimmy and and Stacey were, you know, as yeah. high up as as our wingers. That really pleased me. I thought there wasn't a single weak link. I don't think in in, the, in that side. I think we have to take all of this with a slight pinch of salt. Hull, I thought, were quite poor. Didn't have too much of, a, of, a, of an outlet and. It's fine margins, isn't it? You walk away. If we walk away... Well, were we just good, Jack? Sorry to interrupt. Because we did dominate. Well, we, we did, didn't really give them a lot of chances. We did dominate. Equally, it was a, a you know a, a flick of the toe that won us the game. Yeah. They, they are fine margins. If you walk away from that having drawn to Hull, yeah. you go, couldn't convert our chances, mistake that killed it off, and it's the same yeah. story as last season. It did feel different. The intensity was much higher... We, when we went to the fans forum, the thing that kept getting reiterated was how hard Wagner was working from a fitness perspective. Mm-hmm. I think we really saw that. 28 shots on goal. I know we were putting up those numbers last season, but they felt like better chances. And that, and that and I know you hate it, but in terms of XG, we were the second best in the league at the weekend. Only Watford were above us and they were playing a Sunday league team in, in QPR. So... Um, well, and really Gabriel, and Gabriel Sarah and Jonathan Rowe actually got the, um, the 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 most chances created or okay. something like that. It was nine, and I think Jonathan Rowe wow. was six. Sarah was, um, you know, head and shoulders above. Sarah's above a cut yeah. Just going back about your your intensity point, Jack. Mm. I think it's a great point. The other thing I noticed again, just rewinding slightly back to that defence, I was absolutely delighted to see them really jostling, like, mm. constantly on there all the time, like mm. nipping at the heels. And, you know, again, I'm actually going to big up Ben Gibson, actually, because although, you know, it, it's an unlucky ricochet that, that obviously led, led to the I'm not even sure goal, that was his fault. It, well, it, Duffy just I nailed think, it. But one of the things that I noticed, particularly with Ben Gibson and Shane Duffy, but the, the back line across, across the whole as well, is that they were they were always at the, at the ankles. Little, little, little nibbles, little bites. Mm. So aggressive. Early tackles. That is what we need. That is what we want. And how much of a difference does that does that make to the fans as well? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And long may it bloody continue. The, 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 one of the substitutions I found fascinating was Big Andy coming on. Now both the centre backs have been booked, mm. which could have been a point. Now we can probably safely assume that that Max is off. Mm. You know? um, but Big Andy, I'm and maybe they're teasing me here. Maybe they're teasing me. I'm starting to think he may be an Norwich player come... Ooh. I just think if you know he's off, or this, you think he's off, you don't risk him. You, you know don't what, risk the injury. You know what you said about Zollis in the last podcast? Have I just cursed him? This is, yeah, this is your version of that again this week. Okay. I but th- I, I saw Big doubtful. Andy come on and go, ooh, hello. 
Well, look, you know, Big Andy's Big Andy, and there's, there's so much debate um, about this, obviously, given the the mistake at the, the, the weekend about, you know, what what should our centre-back partnership be? You know, we've, we've got a player that's, you know, been touted with a move to AC Milan, that, that's had interest from that club. We don't know whether there's been a, a confirmed bid yet at this point of recording. Um, but it's like, well, hang on a minute why isn't your best defender playing then right I can kind of understand where fans where some of the fans are coming from with that but at the same time what what we don't know at the moment is um is at what stage you know the the potential talks are at what conversations are being had with the player um I'm I'm not particularly close with big Andy by the way so I'm, I'm not you know I, I don't know where he's at with, with, with things at the moment but it is a fascinating one, that it Jack, is. isn't it? I think re- regardless of what happens with Big Andy, we need to be going into this season with four centre-backs. I agree. I mean, I thought Gibson and Duffy, they were good signs, but you can't... We've been here before, right, with a, a Zimmerman and a Godfrey, or whoever it's been, one injury yeah. scuppers the plans. Yeah. If, if Duffy or Gibson were to get injured or yeah. suspended yeah. at this moment... Yeah. We're up big Andy's free. off. You've literally not got another centre back. We've got we've got Lungi at the back again, and then you, and then you've got problems, right? So yeah. we need another centre back. I know we're in a situation where we need to sell to buy. Yeah, and Norwich are probably in a ugh, precarious position because they're going. We don't really want to let these players go, but if we need to, mm. if we, we need to let them go in order for time to buy. Yeah. So, couple, how long we've we got? A couple of weeks left of the transfer window. Yeah. I think even if Big Andy stays, we need another. Do you? I do because Tompkinson's injured, couldn't get in the Stevenage side and, last and, season. And would he maybe go in January? Maybe I don't know. I think we need another centre back. I'm, 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 con- I'm kind of more content with the midfield than I was a few weeks ago. Yeah, me too. Strikers, oh, I'm excited about those guys, um, and maybe, maybe a winger like. But yeah. for me, need a centre back. Okay, I don't disagree with that. Should we quickly talk about the new boys because it was their first yeah, absolutely. game? Absolutely. So we've got Stacey. Excellent. Yeah. Signing of the summer for me. Yeah. Barnes. Brilliant. Also, Farsi. Farsnacht came on as well. Yeah, I I looked at him and went, bloody hell, you get me going a bit. Yeah. Really? I mean, taller than I thought. Not your typical winger, but... And Hull were lucky because, my God, he can hit them. He can, Give give him a sniff and it's game over. The big fast. Am I I missing someone? Who else Um, played their first game? We had... uh, Was there any new signings? Well... We had um, what's his face doing the the signing session the other day. What's his name? What are you talking about? Borgia Science. <laughs> I mean, he's injured. Science, Borgia, signing. Science, signing. Love how involved he is, by the way, in everything. Yeah, just excited to be here. It seems like he's really settling in yeah. and adapting to life in Norfolk and gelling with the team. Barnes, though, is Barnes. another player that hasn't had a lot of praise, in my opinion, on social uh, media post match. But he, you can really tell. The, the the why he's been signed now, right? It, and I know I know you sign a striker to score goals and he will score goals. Yeah, yeah. By the way, what a lovely little dink finish that was. Oh, Again, was? he was yeah, offside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lovely little finish. I was loving how much he was barking his orders, Jack. Yeah. It was absolutely brilliant. You speak about it, God, that that was what got me yeah. going the most. No, absolutely. Absolutely brilliant. He was and we speak so much about having a strong spine in a mm. team, right? You know, you, you, you've got Kenny McLean in midfield. You've got Ashley Barnes up top. You know, they, we're starting to rebuild that that spine again now, which is which is brilliant. And think Ashley Barnes can really bring the best out of those those young boys around him. And, mm. I, and you know, you speak about a Jonathan Rowe. I think I think Josh Sargent as well will, will really benefit from from playing alongside. I was Ashley about Barnes. to say, I think you know, Ashley Barnes might not be the twenty five goal a season striker, 
but you don't need you don't need a twenty five goal a season striker. Now what you need is someone to link link all the parts. And Barnes did that beautifully. I thought Sargent looked a lot more supported. I thought Onel and and Rowe were supported because Barnes were making these runs. Yeah. Barnes dropped deep and he won the ball on his chest and he relieved pressure. Yeah, and he just looks angry. And I like and that. Good. And, and good. And I like that. It was yeah. pissing it down with yeah, rain, make them dripping scared. wet. Yeah, perfect. And he was making those Hull players have a miserable day. Yeah, good. I, uh, I, I said I'm really excited about Sargent. And I, and I think if we can maintain that those intricacies between Barnes and, and Rowe and Hernandez, mm. I think Sargent will have lots of chance. I thought he was unlucky not to score. It was yeah, well saved. I think he, he hit the post. Yeah, it was a header. header. There was a good heading chance, but wasn't there? The good thing is he was being put in good areas yes. and, and Sargent will score some of those. I think we need to get very used to chanting USA very loudly this season. I, I have to say, I'll, I'll be brave. I'm still sceptical skeptical about Josh Sargent. Really? Yeah, I think like don't get me wrong, I'm pleased that he's now going to be played in in his position. I I What I don't you that. what don't you like? I just I I think I I think I need to see the physicality that we saw pre-World Cup. I think okay. I need to well we obviously need to see goals and I know it's early days. I just think the jury's out still. Okay. Don't get me wrong, I do think that the I do think that the fee we paid for him is 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 probably blinding my judgment a little bit. Like I'm not I'm not judging Barnes with the with the same brush as I am with Josh Josh Sargent, which is probably a little bit unfair. But I I just need to see more out of him. I'm I'm, I'm excited about them as a collective, um, but I think David Wagner's still got a project on his hands to 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 get him back up to the levels that he was pre World Cup. Okay, I think in this not writing him off though. No, no, no. I think in this system. Be patient. I think Sargent will score plenty. Yeah, I like that. Um, we've got so many questions. Should we do those? Yeah, let's do it. Time for the Twitter questions. <laughs> Always a good time. And, Always uh, a good time. Yeah, favourite time of the week. I'm going to kick it off with friend of the channel, Chrissy Dayton on uh, X. I shouldn't say Twitter anymore. I should say X, X. shouldn't I? That feels um, weird, doesn't it? Statement, dimmy. That's all. And, you know, you can't argue with that, can you? Yeah, well, you know, such an important aspect of a Wagner setup. Yeah. And dimmy was brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that, as you say, Chris, the fullbacks from this season compared to last, in terms of biggest improvers, mm. I think I think they were that. And it's so crucial to th- those fullbacks are so crucial to any football team. Yes. The way that the modern game's gone, you look at like Trippier and Trent in, yes, in the yes. Premier League. So many teams are starting to utilise their fullbacks in terms of an attacking sense. And, and those guys are excellent. Yeah. No, really, really good. They'll make, make continue. I might double up here, Jack. Uh, Shanghai Canary, he's uh, agreed with me. He says a statement. Jack, your tweet, same shit, different day, was well out of order. We can't have that mentality to lose hope after going a goal down in the first game of the season. You're better than that, Jack. We are massive. OTBC, Shanghai Canary, he has officially, well, he's not apologised, but that's his. Well, and also, you know, the pessimism in my mentions pre-match, including from yourself, Chris, was disgusting. No. I I tweeted before the game, (laughs) Norwich City win today. Yeah, because you did it all last season and we were turgid. Norwich City win today. You were saying... Mate, is what I said. You put mate, as in delete it. And I stood firm because I was the only person seemingly confident. So to all of those people who, who, who X'd me, instead of tweeted me, who yeah, X'd me yeah. um, with with a, a barrage of abuse that was quite frankly disgusting, uh, I hope you all hang your heads in shame. He's doubled in. 
After you. Uh, let's say, uh, David Jeffries, statements. Great and a much needed win on Saturday and great to have some positivity, but let's not get too carried away. It was Hull. Let's see how we are after the first game. I, I think, David, that first point is a, is a key point. Uh, put, your, put the performance, put everything else aside. Yeah. The positivity that that win gives yes. is huge. Yes, especially... Huge. To, especially... Do you know what? I actually almost like the fact that we scored right at the death. Yeah. I think if it was a comfortable 2-0, it obviously would have been encouraging. You would have taken it. But but doing it like that will be even better for the team's confidence. They're buzzing. I have spoken to a team member of the of the squad literally today who said something along the lines of we are, we are grafting, mm. we're loving it, we're working hard, we're focused. And that's really encouraging, isn't it? Like that that's the sort of that's the result where the lads will be in training this week. They'll be buzzing yeah. to go again. And yeah. that's exactly what you want. And, and the lovely Jack. thing, Chris, I, I obviously sat in a slightly different seat on um on on Saturday and I was right next to the City Elite drum and those boys are doing a great job. What I will say is that drum is bloody loud. Yeah, it, but good. And it's sort of given me earache and I'm kind of okay with that. Um, but post-match, so we've won the game, Yeah, it was still bouncing. Yeah, after. yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I liked, Wagner brought all the yes. team over. Those are the little things that make big differences. 100% mate. And linked to that, I was going to just read out because City Elite, uh, obviously the fan group behind the drum, behind the atmosphere at the moment, um, they, they actually have said statement, home advantage will be the difference between a mid-table finish or top yes. six. We don't, we didn't, sorry, we didn't have it last season. Keep the atmosphere going. And I bloody Key. agree. Make Carrow to Fortress, make it a tough place to come, make it intimidating, make as much noise as possible throughout the game. And do you know what I like, Jack? Like they did, like David Wagner in his post-match, he was right. It did work in tandem. Mm. And, and I agree. Because when we went a goal behind, the fans backed the boys, mm. the boys didn't give up, and Johnny Rowe then rips one in the, in, in the top left-hand mm. corner. So it's like, you can really see how that togetherness, that spirit, that atmosphere makes a difference. And bloody hell, one of the things we haven't spoken about yet, Jack, the absolute carrowed carnage yeah. when Adam Eder yeah. slipped that one it under the brilliant. keeper it on the left-hand side. And, oh. and, the, and the reason I loved it so much, great for Adam, who again yes. I thought was a player who, uh, he was played out of position last season. He, he, got, he got a bit of abuse, but... The nice thing with Adam is you never hear anything from him. He just gets his head down. Yeah. He wants to work. Yeah. Brilliant for him. I like the shithousery about the goal because yeah. it, the ball was definitely out of play. Like yeah. to those people saying it wasn't and it's the camera angle nonsense. We were. I, Let's as, take off our yellow and green glasses. As soon, it was about half a there. foot behind the line. We've got away with one there. Um, it was beyond the minutes played. These are the key elements that I love even more about that goal the unjust about the goal yeah. the the you know the Hull fans such a long way home in yeah. the rain oh, that makes it even sweeter imagine going back to Hull as well mm. and ev that was the happiest I've been at Carrow Road for a long while it was really really jubilant in that lower Barclay and I'm sure around the ground it was bouncing I kissed a few men yeah I, I, well, I, I well look at the video before. and most people probably would have seen yeah. the video I, I tweeted we've shared it on the Talk Norris City platforms everywhere it's it's it, it's it's gone absolutely massive it did yeah it was just brilliant there was there was seats being snapped oh, what, there well, was like that, I don't there I was don't, seven I don't people. agree with we, that we were hugging everyone everywhere no I agree <laughs> with it um, no it's absolutely brilliant and, and do you know what I just just another word on, on Adam Eder 
the abuse of Adam Eder last season was really, really poor. Mm. Criticise all you like, but the personal abuse of a young player that's highly rated at international level, might I add, by the way, by people that actually are in the football world, you know, they, they, they understand the latent potential of, of Adam Eder, right? And I, I am actually very impressed with the way he held himself. Because I tell you what, I, I, look, he's, he's more of a man than me. Because if I'm Adam Eder and I score that, and I said it when he came on, I said I'd be knee sliding in front of the snake pit, pointing to the name on the back of my shirt and giving it the shush for all that abuse last season. And the fact that he celebrated in the way that he did, I loved the fact that after the players had gathered around him, obviously Gunny had come up from the other side of the pitch, I love the fact that Kenny grabbed him, mm. turned him around and pushed him towards the Barkley to, you know, actually have that connection again with the fans. And he he pointed and made a point of it and saying, look, this is the man. We've got him. Mm. Don't write him off. And and I think it's and, and I and I'm so happy that he got the goal. If you could have said to me, Jack, any player on that pitch now scores the last 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 second winner, mm. it would be Adam Eder. Mm. Chuffed for him. I Chuffed just for you him. know, for the for all of yeah, the I felt like we were unlucky at points last season. Goals going against us, refereeing decisions going against us. And just to get a goal that felt a little bit, you know, fortunate really pleased me. And I, and I genuinely think it could be huge because I think if you draw that game and you've got a tricky away game up next, things could look very different. Yeah. Big moments like that can change seasons. Yeah, I agree. Um, and speaking of and big I, and moments, and we deserved it. We deserve to win that game. And speaking of big moments, and I'm not sure if there is a there's a, there's a question on this, but I've just remembered it, and I want to bring it up so I don't forget, Jack. We've got to talk about Angus Gunn's save. It was huge at one one. I mean, and it was an absolutely brilliant strike from, from the from the whole player, wasn't it? It, it, it was the lap, wasn't it? It was yeah. definitely definitely going in. Fingertip save from Angus Gunn. That's what you get from yeah. him. It was absolutely superb and deserves a lot of praise. Absolutely, and, and that's what good goalkeepers do. He was he was quiet all game. He could do nothing about the first goal. It was a lovely strike from the lap, and, and it was Hull's only chance really. And it was a stunning strike from the lap. We we backed off a little bit more than I would have liked. I would have liked to have seen that shot cut out far far earlier, but it was flying top bins, um, and and to to pull that save off. If Hull take the lead then, it's probably game over. I think so. I think and, so. And that would have been a real kick in the teeth. Especially with all of the, or the way that we dominated um, that game. So, yeah. As I said I said earlier, Chris, man to man, I thought they were all excellent. What's your opinion? I want to, I want to go to uh, Brett Harvey. Um, Great name. Who's actually... Let's read his profile out. Hang on a minute. Da -da 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 -da. Profile. Oh, Chloe's. He's honouring his good lady. Um He's brought up the style of play, Jack. Okay. Which is which is something that we've spoken about, which every Norwich fan has debated throughout of the last season. He says, what are your thoughts about the style of play? I saw it against Olympiacos. I saw it again against Hull. Very risky and will concede goals when playing about with it at the back and not being quick enough. Buzzing we got the win, but could have been a different story. What's your opinion, Jack? I, I don't think the style has actually changed too much. I think what has happened is we've become far more intense. If you look at the numbers from last season, yeah, we were having our kind of shots on goal were always above twenty at home, and that's really high. Mostly, mostly, with twenty-eight shots at the weekend. I mean, there will be a team, and I think soon that get pumped. Right? We've got. I know, it's a shame it's a cup game, really, against QPR. I think if that was a league game. Um, that could be a, a real mauling there. Um, so I think there will be a team that, that get pumped. Uh, 
the whole kind of slow at the back, uh, I kind of agree with Brett. What I'm hearing from people that are far more, you know, uh, into their tactics than I am, it's a style where you try and attract a bit of a press from the yeah. other team to then try and break through that. Yeah. And I think we saw that on multiple occasions. And we yes. got the players to unlock defences in Sarah, yes. Nunez when he came on, yes. Jonathan Rowe from out wide, um, and, and Kenny McLean, who I thought was excellent. So I think we'll be okay. Um, I didn't think we were that slow out. No, that, I don't Jack. either. I, I, it, 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 what really impressed me more than anything, winning the ball back quickly. Yes, yes. We were so much better at yeah, that. We were so much more. better at that. And, and, and as City Elite mentioned earlier, if you do that at home, you'll win more games than you lose. And actually, our away form last season wasn't too bad. It was the home form that stank. And, it, and, yeah. and we didn't beat teams like Hull last season. We didn't take advantage of teams not as good as us. We did beat them 3-1 at home, but, you know... We'll teams just... like Hull. Um, what, I would yeah. say, what I would say is the, be- the best eras of supporting Norwich City in my lifetime have been the ones where it's you score one, we'll score two more. Mm. You know, Daniel Farker, Paul Lambert. The ones where it's been shit, crit- and don't get me wrong, we stayed in the Premier League with Chris Hutton. But, you know, that those, those sort of grinding ones where you just really sit tight and hope to hit them mm. on the break. And I, I love what this Norwich City team are looking like. There's a long way to go. But after the first game, I'm loving what we're looking like. And someone who's loving what they're looking like is Harvey Reid, who says, Statement, Jonathan Rowe is the most exciting player I've seen at Carrow since Emmy Buendia. That's such a bold shout. The way he runs rings around defenders in his overall playing style is a joy to watch. We have a serious player on our hands this season. He will be player of the season as well. Harvey's gone all in (laughs) on on Johnny Rowe, let's have a go. And you can't blame him, No, you can't. No, get excited, Harvey. I I mean, what we do need to see now is is a degree of consistency, and I'm sure we will. But to be to be well, he's not comparing Roe to, to Wendy. Look, Roe was brilliant. Let's see it against the better teams. Let's see it on a regular basis, and then I'll be all in. And of I'm, course, and I'm not poor for it. As but well. let's keep this good faith in our youngsters. By the way, Tom Dennis has said a statement: John Roe is the sexiest man of all time. Can't disagree with that. I agree with it. Can't disagree with that. Probably the sexiest in the Norwich squad. Uh, lot, as I said last time, lots keen on Jack Stacey. Yeah. Row, you know, you can have more than one sexy player. Yeah. Um, Liz Howlett, this is a good one and kind of cool. links into this. She says, how do we keep, um, how do us, let me start again. How do we as fans keep our expectations of Jonathan Rowe in context and not turn it into another Adam Eder? One great game, showed lots of potential in the past, no loan spell to a lower league club. This start um, haunted Eder. You know, we, we saw it with Ida. Hattrick against Preston. Yes. We all think he's going to score 40 goals a season. Yes. Didn't quite work out how the script was written. How do we make sure to praise Jonathan Rowe yes. and love him for what he is, well, I, I but think not get too, you know, yeah. overzealous with him? Uh, I think that supporters should try to learn. And, I, and by the way, I'm saying this about myself as well. I think, like, I'm trying to... This is the, this is the one thing about Josh Sargent, for example. Um I was so critical in, of him in his first season in the Premier League. And when I reflected on it, I was like, bloody hell, Chris, you've, you've, you've been really harsh because he was being played out of position and he's still a young player. Oh, and by the way, he's moved countries and, 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 and. There's a degree of empathy there, right? And, and I know, don't get me wrong, if it's not happened over you know, two to three to four seasons, I understand that it's very difficult to remain so patient and consistent and 
and um, confident in, in, in a young player. But for me, it's not having that negative Norfolk mindset. No offence to Liz. Is it Liz? Liz. I don't think she's being negative. No, 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 I think no, no, she's no, being realistic. But it's very natural for Norfolk people to be like, oh, I've seen this before. Oh, yeah. yeah but just like, bless. It's all about when he has a bad game, it's about how we then choose to respond, mm. to react, to communicate about it. Was he played out of position? Was he given enough opportunities on the ball? Um, how did the team play overall? What was the team playing against? You know, there's all these factors to add into the mix. So I think I agree. I agree with Liz. I think it's a great point. I think it's actually a very valuable one to bring up. We must learn from, and it's, by the way, it's not just um, Adam Eder. It's Todd Cantwell. It's Josh and Jacob Murphy. Angus Gunn got it in his in his first season mm. and when he first returned to the club as well. There's always a thing about young players. But I, I think at the moment we should choose to just really be confident in Johnny Rowe and actually, you know, keep backing him, keep singing his name, keep praising him on social media. And I've no reason to believe why he wouldn't continue to deliver. I, I love this. Liz was kind of asking how we how we keep grounded with, with Johnny Rowe. The next tweet from Mark Hall, uh, statement, Johnny Rowe, championship team of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, 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 um, let's... I've, got, I've got another bone to pick with you. Have you? Yeah, from Billy. Billy, Billy were bones to And pick. it's a great it's a great point. And what I'm sorry that I didn't bring it up initially. What else have I said? Question. After seeing a fixture play by us and Scum, do you still back your prediction of them to finish above us? Because of course, Jack, you created a, a video and it was as or as it seems to often be with you, quite controversial with your absolutely shambolic opinions on, on Norwich City Football Club. Um, and you predicted Ipswich to finish above us. Um, do you stand by that? Billy wants to know how well, you further reflected on I was on trying that? not... I, I wasn't going to speak about Ipswich on, on this video. All I would say is they look really good against Sunderland. Um, I thought they were lucky. No, I don't. I think Sunderland are, Sunderland will be up there as well. Um, and they beat a better team. Than, they got a lucky goal and Sunderland were most dominant. Probably should have had a penalty as well. Look, I'm not... Look, I think Ipswich are, are a really good outfit. That's all I'm saying. But... What I, w- what I would say is I think Ipswich when I watched Ipswich they were at the level I expected to be Norwich were far better than I thought we'd be so look do I stand by it after one game yes um, but yeah all I'm saying there's a lot of very clever people keen on Ipswich lots can change they could have a few injuries their yeah. manager could leave let's concentrate on us yeah. for now let's concentrate on us what about this from Jaden bring back Samba and yeah, he is making cool, reference it? to obviously the goal celebration music. Yeah, I was kind of. Don't get me wrong. I, I didn't notice I, it at the time. I do. I'm a huge fan of samba. I have to admit, it's sort of within our DNA now that it's that cringy goal music that we all love, and we rub it in the opponent's face when we score. I quite like it, but I actually also quite liked what we had at the weekend. I thought it worked quite well. Yeah. Um, I think I think both have positives and negatives. But clearly, the club feel like it's time for a change, and change is healthy. Yeah, maybe it's good to mix it up, Jaden. Yeah, I certainly didn't miss it. I was too too uh, too busy getting excited about Alameda. Let's get let's get both ends of the spectrum. Let's get something in from Norwich purists. Sorry, boys, but a bit of a rant. Oh, um, why are we still playing Gibson? He's far mm. too slow. Doesn't compensate for that with strength and height. Shouldn't be near the starting eleven, even with injuries. When we've got a defender, AC Milan one on the bench. Well, look, we—I literally said that at the at relatively near the beginning of the show, Norwich Pure. I—I I, I understand why. I understand where that opinions come from. I actually do think that. I think. 
I don't actually think it was a bad performance from Ben. No, I don't. I, don't no. I really don't. I think actually he did, you know, 98, 99% of the things very well, not just right, very well on Saturday. It's just that one moment. But again, that one moment for me, I must admit, it won't make me popular with people because people don't want to obviously criticise the new players. I actually felt that that was more on Duffy than, than Gibbo. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me know in the comments section if you think that I'm maybe letting Ben off a little bit too lightly there. But for me, I think... If Ben Gibson is playing in a confident Norwich City team that plays like that at the weekend, he will be fine. And, and so long as he doesn't get injured. Just on Omabama Deli, I, I would say probably one of the big reasons why he didn't start was one, he didn't have a full pre-season. And two, if there is interest in him, which we believe there is, the last thing you want is for him to get injured. You don't want to risk that, which I thought was which made it slightly peculiar that he was then brought on late on in the game. But there we go. Um, William Catchpole says, I'm going to break the rules here. Ooh. Concern. Concern, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm the most optimistic fan out there. But so many times last season, we saw us dominate games heavily and only come away with, a one, with one or two goals when we should be scoring three or four. What's your opinion on this? Too early to call. I think, I think that we... 28 shots, two goals. I think we... Like, but, but the other thing is... O'Neill had a really good chance in the first half. I think Stacey it was. had a cracking Stacey chance. Stacey had a good chance. I actually think Stacey pro I think he'll should know. Yeah. He'll know that he should at least put that on target. Yeah. He would be very disappointed with that. Um, and by the way, I'm so encouraged that he was in that position yeah. and having a shot there. Absolutely superb. And um, as you highlighted earlier, Jack, there was a good header with Josh. I think Barnes had a header as well, yeah. potentially that went wide, left yeah. of the post. Might be wrong there. There was actually so many chances that I've actually forgotten who did what, which is, again, a good thing. So I think I, I think it's too early to come out with that. I think it's a positive that we won the game, we had loads of shots on target, and if we keep up that trend, we'll beat teams. I think we, we the chances we created against Hull were, were of better quality than when we were creating last season. Um, I'm... I'm... Look, I, I don't think it's a... Con I think if you take the game in isolation, it's not a concern. The reason we, we are concerned about this is because we saw it so often last season where you'd yeah. have 20 shots on goal and score nothing and then yeah. concede one late yeah. to Millwall or whoever in the last minute. Um, I think that we got in good areas, we tucked a couple of ways, yes. we got a bit of luck, yeah. momentum to build on. I just... The analogy I'm, I'm, I'm going to come out with, attempt to come out with on this is like, I feel like... We've, we've had our first game of the season and don't get me wrong, we want to get carried away. We are getting carried away already with obviously Johnny Rowe, etc, etc. Um, you know, winning the league at a canter. But I feel like we can't keep going back to last season. Like mm. we know, everyone knows, all the Norwich fans know that we carry the scars from last season. We keep carrying those scars from last season. But you can't keep picking that scab there's, you need to let it heal now, okay? If you keep going back and picking it, it's never going to heal. We need to put last season to bed, move on, stop talking about it, genuinely. It was a pile of shite. Let's move on. Let's focus on this season and try and enjoy it, enjoy it again. Ryan says, can you remember seeing such a physical bully boy Norwich team? No. Do we finally have the nasty Norwich we wanted to see? The last time I saw a, play, uh, a squad as nasty and as aggressive and as physical as this was the Paul Lambert side that came up from League One that yeah. season in the Championship. I'd be interested to get Grant Holt's thoughts on this, actually, whether he thinks that, that, that it is, it's a bit early for calls like that, but they have, they've got the minerals to be that well, side. Well, in terms of just, you know, physicality, I think we look bigger and we look, we look taller and we look stronger. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I think it's yeah. as simple as that. No, if I they agree. utilize it to their ability, we, we will be that. Someone tweeted thought. somewhere in these questions about um, Kenny McLean last season being like one of the biggest players on the pitch uh, for, for corners, etc. Which, which obviously as a centre midfield is, is not ideal, but and obviously now he's definitely not. Um, you know, we've got some real big lumps. And you want that, don't yeah. you? You want that. Let's not beat around the bush. Like, let's get a bit of Brexit football in, in us. Yeah. Yeah. And let's win some bloody games of football. Uh, a couple of tweets to get us carried away. Yeah. Uh, this is from Cammy. Yeah. Picture. Oh, wow. David Wagner is uh, Christ the Redeemer. Yeah, we'll get that on. Not sure if you're going to be able to see that. There, but we, there go. we go. So that's what first one. Um, and then followed up by Chaz Tats. Yeah. Uh, with the tweet, 100 goals, 100 points, invincible season, Sergeant <laughs> Golden Boot, book the bus, the bow and the bandwagon, HMS Piss the League has set sail. There we go. <laughs> Why the hell not? And here's another one, speaking of getting carried away, Kieran MT says, Borgia Signs is going to come in and take us to Europe, all <laughs> aboard. I love that from you, Kieran, I really do. And by the way, mm. Borgia Signs, like, that's a bit spicy, isn't it? Well, when's he well, fit? I've not even I've not even seen him kick a ball, but I just look at the guy and I think he oozes talent. Yeah. I just think that is spicy. Imagine it. Oh, you got Johnny Rowe yeah. doing what Johnny Rowe does, yeah. having a go. Yeah. yeah, you've got Gabriel Sara just being his best Brazilian self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got. You've got O'Neill being an absolute bulldozer down the other side. Yeah. And then you've got a bit of Borgia in the mix. That sort of chili spice that we mentioned, yeah, yeah, Jack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, if that doesn't turn you on, I don't know what will. Well, well it's, it's certainly having that effect. Um, good. And even if, not fit, even if he's not fit, he's, he's clearly a very good cheerleader. You know, he was, he was loving life yeah, on the sidelines. Very much so. And that togetherness was evident. And I was actually yeah, it quite, was. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching some of the videos that, that fans in the lower Barkley were taking after the game when, when everyone did the sort of the, mm. the wave together again which which I, th- which I think is great and shouldn't be criticised and it was great to see that the players that were injured or subs you know like Timmy Krul for example big smile on his face getting involved with the boys I thought that was absolutely great yeah and I think you know there have maybe been times when it's not going so well that the, the, the kind of the squad are beaten with the stick of oh are they together are they, are they you know f- issues in in the dressing room i mean if saturday was proved anything it's yeah. this team are incredibly together should we start talking about southampton away jack yeah I, I must admit, I'm, I'm a bit worried about this one because of course it's, you're worried it's, it, it's ross martin um who's obviously the gaffer there now saints looked very impressive they on, did. on the opening night yeah. um don't get me wrong they obviously only won by by a one goal margin but i'm a bit worried about this jack it's that passing stat and i don't know maybe I don't know, maybe I should get a bit more positive. I mean, what I, what I would say, Southampton did look impressive. A couple of caveats. I thought Sheffield Wednesday were poor. And and there was nothing unexpected from this Russell Martin team. Like We've seen him do it with Dons. We've yeah. seen him do it with Swansea. Yeah. Broke all kinds of records in terms of passing. Yeah. Passing doesn't win football matches. They've got some talent in there. I think the, the squad that we saw them have against Sheffield Wednesday will be different to what they play against us. I mean, the fact that James Ward-Prowse was still in there, um, you know, a couple of other players here, Adam Armstrong's being linked with it with a move away. So there's a couple of bits that could still move. Mm. Russ said in his interview after that he actually wasn't overly impressed with what he saw and there's still a lot of right. work to be done. What we will get from Southampton is a great litmus test. Like, Yes, agreed. Southampton agreed. will be one of 
like you'd expect them to be in the top six this season. Good I, squad, good manager. I think they're first or second for me. Yeah, I really, I really do believe that. I agree. I, I, I think they'll win the league. Um, so if we can go to go away to Southampton and get something, do you take a draw? Oh yeah, yeah, you definitely take. A draw. I must admit, I think I take a draw out of that you, game now. You as take well. a draw, and all all you want to see is you want to see Norwich go to Southampton and put in a similar performance. Yes. If we put in a similar performance, yes. the, like we did against Hull, yeah. you've got a great chance. But what have we won? Oh, I mean, could it, you imagine I mean, if we won away at Southampton? I'll te- tell you what happens if we win. That hat's going straight on my head. Do you know what? Agreed. Yeah. If we beat Southampton, the HMS hats oh, are back, back on. on. Yeah. Because that, I, I, I like we said, there's a very good litmus test. I agree, yeah. Jack. Hull a hull. With all the love and respect, in fact, no, I don't respect them. Hull a hull, <laughs> right? Southampton, they're, they're going to be in the top two this season. I think big, so. big game, big, big test. And by the way, the boys in that changing room, they are going to be so up for yeah. this game to prove that they could do it again. And so will Russ. Russ will be up That's true. I, That's li- I like true. I like this. I, I think it's a good... We know where we're at after Southampton. And then you've got a few fixtures after that yep. that you should be winning. Yep. You've got QPR, Millwall, Huddersfield and Stoke, I think. Right. Should be winning three of the four. Yeah. Or all four. Yeah. QPR's in the cup. We go to Southampton. We don't change a thing. And we see what happens. And we mm. know where we're at. Mm. If you lose, you lose. Yeah. And, and you should still be positive because yes. Southampton away aren't the games that you need to win to be top six. I agree, I agree. The games you need to be winning are Hull at home, yeah. Millwall at home, yeah. Huddersfield at home, yeah. and they're coming up. Yeah, agreed. Go there with no fear, yeah. nothing to lose. Oh, you're getting me going here. You're getting me going here. Go on. I've just, I'm just looking at this squad and going, I think you can beat them. You... Right, let's do a head and heart prediction then. Come on then. Put your put yourself in the shoes of Southampton, right? Yeah. We Norwich. Oh, oh I'm shit. I'm shitting myself. Norwich have been in this position before. Favorites to win the league. Well, they're not favorites to win the league. One of the favorites to win the league. Yeah. Bundles of talent in the squad. Yeah. Premier League players. Yeah. And little old Norwich come along. Yeah. Little old Norwich. Yeah. With Jack Stacey yeah. and Johnny Rowe. Johnny Rowe away and, from home. And Barnes. Oh God. You want to be defending oh. Barnes? Especially, no especially uh, they're going fucking hell I don't want Ashley back Bar- to the Premier League I don't want Ashley Barnes on my doorstep no. that's for sure no so put yourself in the shoes of Southampton I think we've got a good chance Hart says no head says 1-1 yeah Hart says 2-0 Norwich <laughs> could you imagine let's go mate those hats would be so let's on let's go those hats would be let's so go. on I'm so excited I really am what it's, are you thinking um, about what Norwich. Yeah, well, life. Um, life. Life's good after a win, isn't it? Doesn't it make a difference? Oh, it makes a huge One difference, One win Chris. makes such a big difference. It makes a huge difference. The performance, the atmosphere, the togetherness amongst the fans. And I know that everyone keeps talking it down and saying, you know, the business is done, etc. But I, I've just got this funny feeling that if we, if we can shift a couple, I don't see why they wouldn't bring in a couple. I don't. And I'm not saying, you know, we're actually going to use actual money because, of course, we're, we're Norwich City. Um, but, you know, maybe a couple of loan players that, 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 that could, you know, provide that extra bit of bit of oomph that, that, that we need to get into that top six. Maybe I'm getting, oh God, I'm getting carried away already. I'm getting carried away. I still think, I still think it's mid-table looking at all of these teams that are, that are with us. But... It's a bloody good start, and we should keep up this positivity. So, what's what are the what are the conclusions? Um, Jack Stacey's class. Yeah. Gabriel Sarah is still Gabriel Sarah. Yeah. 
Ashley Barnes is an absolute battering ram up top. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Rowe is having a go. A bloody good go. Dimitri Giannoulis is the actual emperor of Norfolk now. We're not just saying it here. He actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Angus Gunn is turning into the bloody Scottish buffon. Yeah. We're, we're That's looking half good. The team. Yeah. yeah, excited. Much better than I thought we'd be. N- nice system that we're playing. And you know what? I think the pleasing thing for me is like, I never like getting carried away with preseason because we're playing, you know, Toulouse and Olympiacos and stuff. Mate, you've not mentioned the infamous Kings Lynn. <laughs> Kings Lynn. And Kings Lynn. Um, but the, the patterns that we saw in preseason, we've seen replicated effectively yeah. in the league, and that excites me. Yeah. Um, what also excites me is the Big C Fantasy League. Yes. So if you haven't already, sign up for that. Do the, that. The link's in the description. You donate a tenner. If you win, you get your money back and more. If you lose, you've donated to a great cause. Lakens, I keep saying it. Let's keep those guys busy in the brewery. They've expanded, so they've got more brewing capacity. Let's drink them dry. Yeah. Link in the description. Good speech. Saints on Saturday. Yeah. This is really rolling off the tongue. Here we go. Saints on Saturday. Let's go there and beat them. Oh, yes. Then it's QPR. We'll pump them. Yeah. Next time we'll be sat on the podcast. We'll be top of the league. We'll be through the cup. Sergeant scored a hat-trick. Life is still very good. Nothing to add on the Bull City. Good to see you, mate. Thanks for watching, everyone. Come on! Bye-bye.